From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Beale Street Caravan is provided by the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau and the AutoZone Corporation. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week, we head south for the Deep Blues Fest in Clarksdale, Mississippi. And we'll have an entire program of Juke Joint Blues, courtesy of Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection. Robert, of course, is the son of legendary Hill Country bluesman, Junior Kimbrough. And as an added bonus, Robert is joined by his brothers, David and Kenny Kimbrough. That's all coming up right now on Beale Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. We're back at Deep Blues Fest. So far this season, we've heard from R.L. Boyce, Kenny Brown, and now we return to the New Roxy Theater in Clarksdale for Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection. Deep Blues is a great addition to festival season in the Delta. And by festival season, we mean when the temperature and humidity start dipping in late September and October. It's like magic, like festivals just pop up all over. <laughs> we have music lover Chris Johnson to thank for this festival. Chris is from Minnesota, and that's where the Deep Blues story begins. In 2007, Chris held the first Deep Blues Festival in a field outside of the Twin Cities. 18 bands performed in an all-day event. He billed it as a celebration of outsider and alternative blues and music inspired by Junior Kimbrough, R.L. Burnside, and their hill country kin, including Jesse May Hemphill and Otha Turner. In 2014, the Deep Blues Fest was moved to Clarksdale, and Clarksdale welcomed the festival with open arms. Safe to say, it has been an incredible fit. This week, we are joined by the Kimbros Robert, Kenny, and David, all sons of legendary bluesman Junior Kimbrough. Robert calls his father's music, quote, cotton patch soul blues, and his band, The Blues Connection, carries on this legacy. The Kimbrough brothers grew up surrounded by Mississippi blues royalty that played with their father at home at Junior's Juke Joint Club, as well as the ever-frequent weekend house parties and porch jam sessions. The blues was simply a part of everyday life as a Kimbrough. The Kimbrough name, much like the Burnside name, is part of the blues dynasty that remains strong today, bringing people from all over the world to see and hear them play. You know, it used to be that the only way to hear this music was to visit a church-turned-informal blues den founded by Junior Kimbrough in Chulahoma, Mississippi, the infamous Junior's Juke Joint. It unfortunately burned down in 2000. But the music has always continued. Here's Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection featuring his brothers, Kenny and David Kimbrough, live on Bill Street Caravan. I'm gonna talk to you for a minute. 
was laying in my room. First of all, let me say this right here. Now I know every time you hear this music, first thing come to mind is meet me in the city. But let me tell you what happened. And this song came to my mind. Well, I didn't know what music I was going to use to sing my little song. But a still little voice came out of nowhere. And it said, Wally Woot. They say, you know that music that I see me being in the city too? It said, take that music and sing your song. Ha, I got up out of my bed. I went in my playroom. begin to play my song. Then I begin to sing my little song. That went a little something like this. Told me 
Oh, he didn't know where. 
listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Here's more from Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection, featuring brothers Kenny and David Kimbrough, live on Bill Street Caravan.
That was Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection featuring brothers Kenny and David. Pat had the chance to talk with all of the Kimbroughs, though not all at the same time. Here she is catching up with Robert and Kenny. When you play a music that's, that's, that's really been passed down, how do you contribute? Is that ever a consideration? Well, here it was. Uh, I must say, you know, the Kimbrough brothers are uh, original Cotton Pass Soul Blues Boy players. Mm-hmm. We play Cotton Pass Blues, what we play. You know, we're not here country. A lot of people will say, uh, you know, that they hear country because they made my dad out to be here country, but he's not here country. And in this documentary, he let them know that I'm not here country. You know, I'm a cotton patch blues, soul blues so boy player. What is, explain so, that. Okay, so here's what I'm saying um, a different style of music. It is no different than uh, blues and jazz and rock. Yeah. You know, you got somebody to play here country, Delta, Chicago blues. We are cotton patch blues, that's what we play. You know what I mean? It's just no disrespect to whoever, but that's just our bloodline. That's what we do. Will you tell me the characteristics and how it's different from Hill Country? Okay, so when I say different from Hill Country, Hill Country is more of a country style of playing blues. Um, Soul blues is a soul type of thing that's going on here. You know, it's it's totally played different than Hill Country and Cotton Patch Soul blues. You know what I mean? Um, That's just like saying uh, R. Kelly playing R&B and, say for instance, blues. You understand? Just straight blues. It's totally different. You see what I'm saying? You follow what I'm telling you? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, um, and the main thing is, you know, this is what we do. 
and and me, I represented 100%. You know what I mean? Because if daddy said it, I did it. And I didn't care what nobody else said, because I was going to do what mom and daddy said. It didn't matter. So that's what level we on. Uh, you know what I mean? And I pushed the issue on it 100%. You know, that's what I do. But is it ever a thought? Do you think about those things? Well, uh, not with my brothers, because they know. You know, I mean, somebody else, yeah, but with them boys, you know, brothers and stuff. That's how y'all brought we, up. We already know <laughs> what we is and what we do. So we feel one another. We go, we can go wherever and just play because we feel one another. We know what's up. You know what I mean? But if it's somebody out of the crew come in or whatever, then pretty much I see what level they on. But, you know, a lot of the guys that kick it with us, uh, it's on our level. You know, they know what we do and how we play it. Y'all went in the studio. So what can we expect from the new stuff? Give us some hints. Yeah, I can tell you this. <laughs> You can expect to wiggle your tail to it. Now, <laughs> uh, you know, um, hopefully we'll be done with this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my guy to come out of uh, Dallas, Texas, Scott Lindsay, uh, come out of Dallas, Texas, and um, brought brought the um, the stuff down with him to record us. Um, so hopefully tomorrow it's going to be done with. And I t- I can tell you this: look forward to a treat. A treat. Yes, All right. Ma'am. All right. So any. <laughs> Any last words? I like to say, oh, to add to the music. The reason why I call it a cotton patch, because it's like it's a raunchy style of blues. Mm-hmm. It's a mix of anything that you can name a mix of. That's it. Yeah. You know, some guys, I mean, got some rock and roll in it. Some that sound like it got like some uh, some uh, hard country music in it. Sounds in it, but the way that our father played his music is you never knew what he was going to play. You know, you never knew his style because what he did. He, just, he played it. If he felt it, that's what he played. Yeah. And anyone that played with him, he said, well, if you don't know what you're doing, he just move and let somebody else do it. <laughs> you know? Move on out. Yeah, he have did me like that. He have did, did, did us like that. I said, look, if you don't know what you're doing, let somebody else play it. And I said, well, okay, then. I said back, that's when I was learned to play his music. You know, because me and David, a young age in the 80s, you know, we uh, was playing in funk bands, uh-huh. you know. And we were playing blues, but then we come to playing here, We'll play Hills and Song, but then we will stop, you know, and go back to what we were originally doing. When I was playing like 15 pieces of drums, you know, with him, he didn't <laughs> like that. He didn't like that at all. You don't need all them drums don't to make no that. sound. <laughs> I was like, no, Bob, I need this in because this make, he said, you don't need all of that. So I started eliminating all of it. He said, the only thing you're doing, you're making yourself work harder, Kenny. At the end of the night, he said, I'm not going to help you tote these drums. Somebody got to help you tote them. <laughs> so you better lighten your load up, son. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. But... It's a good thing, and I would like to say I like to give thanks. You know, well, I always say uh, a special thanks out to our mom and our father. You know? They deceased, but they always with us wherever we go. And and I like to say hello to my family, uh, Angela Jones. And when we see her now, I just had a newborn. She's like two months and three weeks old. I'm and not- here you are. You're playing a blues show. Yeah, <laughs> you're playing a blues show. You know, I, I I will say this. It's very interesting. Um, a lot of people that I've been talking to as we've been at the last couple festivals down in Mississippi, this sense of like, you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Everybody is very much in that mindset, community mindset. <laughs> what do you do? You just let it happen. Have you ever noticed some people, and I knew it happened to me too, whenever you plan something, it never turn out right. Oh, story of my life. I'm you, if you don't plan it, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Yes. If you don't plan it and let it happen on its own, it'll happen. 
Well, thank you so much. We're going to go back to more music from the Kimber Brothers at the Deep Blues Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Look us up and join in on the fun. For more information or if you want to get involved, go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com. Shoot us an email or sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast. It's available through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. Speaking of podcasts, check out our newest production, the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, also available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, we are in Clarksdale, Mississippi for the Deep Blues Festival an alternative blues festival that focuses on the deep, raw, unfiltered brand of blues pioneered by R.L. Burnside, Jesse May Hemphill, Other Turner, and Junior Kimbrough. In fact, our feature this week are the sons of Junior Kimbrough. We've got David, Robert, and Kenny with us. This performance is an incredibly rare treat. Over the years, it's become less and less likely for the brothers to all find themselves on stage together, but here we are. Also in the second half of the program, Pag is to sit down and interview David Kimbrough. Here's more from Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection, featuring brothers Kenny and David Kimbrough, live on Beale Street Caravan. God knows a child, child. I tried hard to treat you right. That's all right
So, did you think when you first started playing music that you would be performing out in front of audiences of? Ain't <laughs> that's, that's that's weird though. But you know, in in my case, and you know, uh, shoot, I think that question would have prevalently fit fitted my father mm-hmm. instead of myself. Not my father, my grandfather. Because when my grandfather, he paved the way, you know, for my father. My father paved the way for us, you know. So we just come in the world in front of the audience. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And so uh, when my grandfather, his name David, my grand, my grandfather named David, my father named David Jr., I'm David Kimbrough Jr., my son named David Kimbrough IV. Mm-hmm. But uh, when he got sick, he was out there, people like Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and them all, you know, all them cats were checking out my granddaddy. Yeah. You know, back way back in that day. But never got a recording on. I got the story from some people, you know. But it ended up being uh, one day he got sick. They would never let my dad play. It was his brothers and sisters who had the band. And because um, it started from church and went to the blues. You know, my great-great-grandfather founded the Kimbrough Chapel Church. And the grandfather took the music out of church and start singing the blues and my daddy carried that on and came on down to me you and Kent and Robert so but uh, like I say you know uh, we come up in front of the audience mm-hmm. and so we just didn't know the next place we were going to play at Yeah. you know so we done played all over the world everywhere you know so I come in the world at age 6 years old and as I can remember playing on stage in front of a packed out it wasn't no club it was like house parties and you know just packed out you know and that's how I remembered it I'm just used to it and I love it you know, even when it's a small crowd, it's still to me a big crowd. Somebody paying attention. Well, you talked a little bit about the um, coming out of the church into the blues. What is it, do you think, that leads people from the church to go do their own things? Yeah, you know, uh, so now, when you mention that, you know, if you take it back a little bit, you know, we go back and check out some artists like, you know, I just want to bring these cats up because they some of my favorites from right here in Clarksdale, Mississippi, and around this area, in Enola and everywhere else, like, you know, uh, Bobby Womack, Sam Cooke, mm-hmm. Johnny Taylor, you know, Aretha Franklin and all these folks. They come, they from here. This they spot. This is where they from. Ike Turner, all of them. They all was in church, all of them. There's a lot more of them, you know, that was in church from here. Major stars come from Clarksdale, Mississippi, and then the all around the area, you know. So back in the day when they were singing the uh, church song, they was uh, praising God, and they was like uh, in slavery. You know how that went back in the day. Everybody in the world know. Uh... And they were praising God. They were asking for strength, you know. But at the same time, the end of the night, you got the group that's going to be in the bun with the hay and everything, mm-hmm. being happy, singing the blues with the same identical music, you know. And they turn it, that's how it turned, you know, because when they were sad, you know, they sung the blues and they uh, called themselves trying to be happy. But when they was happy, they praised God. And even when they were sad, they praised God. It was, vice, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was, you see, a lot of people said when they were sad, they sung the gospel. When they were happy, they sung the blues. No, when they were sad, they sung the gospel. And when they was happy and praising God, they sung the gospel. When they were sad, they sung the blues. And when they was happy, they sung the blues. They jumped to it. You know, it's yeah. just a different phrase, you know. So some people just got their own theory of it. But that's my theory of it. How do you get a new generation of people to 
turn on to this music and to see it for what it is? It's just you got to keep playing it, you know, because, you know, this is how it worked with me. My father, when I was a kid, wanted me to play the drums, which I started out playing the drums and singing with him. The first two things I ever sung were with my mother in church, in the plank church with the flow, boom, boom. Yeah. And the piano, jing, jing, jing. Everybody jumping and shouting and falling all over the benches. That was church. Yeah. Now, the first music I played as blues was with my father at age five, six years old. So, you know, it's like, as I gotten older, I felt embarrassed about it. What the deal is, as they get older, they start to find themselves. They start to go back to the roots. You know, that's why they say all the uh, learning, teaching starting home. If you don't have no family morals, you won't have no outstanding morals out in the world. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you wouldn't know how to change from one to another. You know, just think about it. So what's it like when y'all get together and you are trying to create music, you're trying to write music, it's and Ill. it's sibling, it's you know? <laughs> no, everybody want to be in control when it's in the family, but somebody got to have some sense about it, you know, and say, no, we got to do this like this now. We're going to have to do this, blah, 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 et cetera. And I think it comes from more of the ones that got more of the wisdom in them, and the, I call it the wizard, you know, where they got that antique in them, you know, and say, hey, man, uh, it got to be like this. Yeah, some people are a little better than that than others. But a lot of them know they got it in their blood. You know, it's genetically put. A lot of stuff is hereditary. And I tell all the family brothers to let him talk. He the baby of the family. He feel it. Let's just push him as long as we can, because we're not going to be here long. It's always good to have people that you can always go to when you're stuck musically, mentally, physically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he always, he don't have no shame in game. When he, when he needs to know something, he'll come to me anytime and every time. You know, I feel like I done, you know, I'm 53 years old in a couple of months. I done been here, I done, I done paid my dues, I feel like, for every situation it is. So now I'm just here, I'm just happy to be able to see one of the younger siblings carrying it on. Yeah. And I want to be there as much as I can physically until I can't no more. That is a, a mission in life that everyone can agree to. Thank you so much Thank for you. sitting down and talking to me. We're going to go back to more music mm -hmm. for the Kimbo Brothers at the New Roxy, the Deep Blues Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Thank you.
That was Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection featuring his brothers Kenny and David Kimbrough from the Deep Blues Festival in Clarksdale, Mississippi, live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to our community partners at the Deep Blues Festival, Honey Hill B&B, Hooker Hotel, Clarksdale Tourism, and Robin Colonis and everyone at the New Roxy in Clarksdale, Mississippi. What a great setting to catch this sort of music in. To find out more about Deep Blues Fest, just head over to deepbluesfest.com. This year's festival will be held October 11th through 14th, and they should be announcing the lineup soon, so keep an eye on the website for that. To find out more about Robert Kimbrough Sr.'s Blues Connection, just head over to robertkimbroughsenior.com. Check out Robert's show dates. You can always catch him playing his family's brand of cotton patch blues around North Mississippi. Robert has a new record coming out this year, so be on the lookout for that as well. And Robert's own Cotton Patch Blues Festival is being held this year on May 11th through the 13th in Holly Springs, Mississippi. If you happen to find yourself in the Memphis, Mississippi Delta region this spring, be sure to keep that festival in mind. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Follow us there. We've always got special features and additional content that we think you'll enjoy. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available anywhere podcasts can be found. We'll be back next week, so see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. And you've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.